0: well hey good morning everybody it's time again time again for stories from bittersweet farm and i'm ken pierpont today's story will be a little unusual it was years ago when i discovered vance havner i heard about him when i was at moody because the president of the moody bible institute dr Sweeting, would always talk about vance havner sometimes he would even mimic his pulpit voice and so uh, when I was traveling in the Adirondack mountains of New York up at word of life, when I was a young man, I was browsing the bookstore there at word of life. And I stumbled on a book by Vance Havner. I I had to pick it up. It was the kind of book that I, that always attracts me, it had a beautiful cover of an autumn scene. It was named simply pleasant paths. And Bought it, I read it, and I made up my mind I was going to own one of those Adirondack chairs like they have up there in the mountains of the Adirondacks and upstate New York. I was going to buy everything that Vance Havner wrote, and I was going to change some things, slow down a little bit, um, have some contemplative time. Uh, here's what Vance Havner says in his little book, wrote in his little book. Old Shep chapter 19 in Pleasant Paths. Hopefully this will make you want to buy every single thing Vance Havner ever had published, which was quite a bit. It was a cynic who said, the more I see of people, the better I like my dog. I'd not wish to be so bitter about humanity, but I did think a lot of my dog. Old Shep grew up with me on the little farm back home. He had no aristocratic ancestors and won no blue ribbons at dog shows. He's just a plain dog. He was my constant companion and my bodyguard. When an uncle from out west came to visit us, he picked me up and he started to cry. In a flash, Shep leaped up upon the uncle's back and would have done plenty of damage had not father come to the rescue. Boy and dog, we roamed the woods together for sheer human delight. I wonder if I've ever been happier than when I started out some May morning on that little Carolina hilltop while yellow hammers and cardinals and wood thrushes staged their gayest concert while the bees worked the blossoms and the butterflies did their elven dance through the orchard. Started out with Shep just rambling. I never knew a morning when he was not as keen to start as I. I don't think he ever quite understood why I just looked at birds and never hunted them. Sometimes he took his head, uh, shook his head despairingly when I missed good chances to catch or shoot those elusive warblers and sparrows. I'm sure he never shared my ideas about ornithology. With him, a bird in the mouth was worth two in the bush. But if he never tasted bird meat for all his woodland jaunts, there were other compensations, and he seemed happy just to be with me and when we trudged home at midday for dinner, not lunch, that word's too weak for what I could eat at noon those days. No millionaire in fancy togs at some high-priced resort could buy me the joy that we had free of charge on those bright May mornings. What fools we mortals be, we build our pleasure palaces and spend our savings chasing from sea to the mountains and from the mountains to the sea, and all the while a country boy with a dog has more fun in a minute than in all our vacations. My mind can reconstruct today some of the trails that Shep and I used to take past the old apple tree and the beehives. Once in a while, Shep had an unfortunate experience with a bee and got tangled in his woolly mane. He had even less enthusiasm for beekeeping than bird study. And then down through the nearby woods, past the big dogwood bush, through the honeysuckle, next there was the little ravine, than a neighbor's cabin and a busy brook, a branch in those days, and just beyond that, deeper woods into which we dared not go. Africa has scarcely more remote was was scarcely more remote than the depths of those dark woods. Occasionally, Shep and I looked wistfully into those wilds, and half resolved to explore them. What discretion prevailed, and we contented ourselves within reach of home. There's plenty to investigate within our range. Birds' nests and huckleberries, strange flowers, and all these big stones to overturn to the consternation of creeping things beneath. Crawfish in the branch, and once in a while a rabbit would leap out before us to Shep into a fruitless chase. Simple things, ah yes, but priceless things, that linger after many later issues we thought momentous have been forgotten. And methinks thinks that in the world of spirit, we too spin many mysteries and fret our souls over theological conundrums when the simple things are most abiding. Did he not say, except you be converted and become as little children? Shep grew old, and one day we buried him down in the hollow. I was growing up, and newer interests claimed my attention. But here I'm thinking of Shep again. I'm quite convinced that Much which has glittered since his day was not gold. The Bible tells us that without the gates of the heavenly city are dogs. It does not mean the four legged kind, of course, but doubtless more than one saint, though he would never admit it in prayer meeting, was as secretly wished that within might be his dog. I do know that the word holds hope that animals at of animals at peace in the millennium, so perhaps it's not heresy, to envision a stroll in the, with a companionable dog as a bit of millennial bliss someday. <laughs> That's just a little sample of Vance Havner's writing. He wasn't afraid to say that, that a Christian should slow down and smell the flowers, notice the birds, take a walk with his dog. There have been times in my life I needed to hear that. And I I suppose I need to hear that every week sometimes. And he wasn't afraid to write describing the beauty of nature or human nature. He wasn't afraid to be prophetic or to be encouraging. He wasn't afraid to be simple. Those are things about Van Havner I really loved and still do today. A pastor acquaintance across town, and I noticed on his Facebook feed, maybe a year or two ago, he'd also confessed the a, a liking for van Havner i took a photograph of my little library of van savener books which included a few duplicates and i said if you see any duplicates there that you don't have let me know and i'll i'll uh, i'll gift them to you for your library and he he named two or three books that he didn't have that i had duplicates of and i i took them over and dropped them off on this doorstep uh i have a Have a brother, a companion across town uh, who also loves Vance Havner. Maybe you should look him up. If not, do take some time to breathe slow, walk slow, think deep. Don't push all the time. It's not as spiritual as it seems. Not good for you. maybe even take your Shep for a walk if you have one. Well, that's the story from out on Bittersweet Farm today where every day is a beautiful day and little light in the kitchen is always on.